Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. Um, just here on my own at the moment, waiting. I think Paddy's going to be jumping on in a moment. Paddy's in Villa Park today. Um, Paddy is, uh, one of, is lucky to be over at Villa Park for this game today for Aston Villa versus West Ham. So once he gets a chance, I know he had some meetings he needed to attend when he was over there as part of the um, Irish Lions and being one of the Lions Group chairman. So after that, I'm hoping that he's going to join us uh, on the podcast today. But um, Team Sheet Tantrum, it's been a hell of a long time, it seems, since we've done one of these, and I'm absolutely uh, delighted to be back on. And uh, looking forward to this one, a home game, obviously, Aston Villa versus West Ham. Um, 107 of you already in the comments. Um, If you guys like what you see, if you like the podcast itself, give us a thumbs up there on this one quickly, and then maybe more people will be able to join us. Um, Before we get started as well, just in case anybody isn't a subscriber, if you want to click on the subscribe button and you haven't seen some of the live podcast stuff that we've done recently, um, you can go back and you can check that out on the channel. And the reason I bring that up is because... um, just a couple of things this morning may lead to another live podcast, just something that came absolutely 100% out of the blue uh, this morning and has me smiling from ear to ear like a Cheshire cat. So, um, yeah, so if you want to see what, what the first one was like, the second one, hopefully, um, if it gets off the ground, might even be a small little bit better. Enough of that, though. Enough of that. Let's uh, have a little chat about Aston Villa and... Um, Let's have a little chat about Aston Villa and, and West Ham, um, as I said, coming up today at half past four. The only game on today, which is nice, uh, which means we should have all the coverage to ourselves. But 
you just know what's going to happen is there's going to be 91,500 conversations about uh, should Konate have been sent off yesterday for Liverpool or should penalties have been given uh, against um, g- given to Liverpool or whoever else yesterday. That's just the way these things work. Specifically when you've got an hour to build up to, Ever- to West Ham and Aston Villa. Two teams massively on form. Two teams um, that are... I suppose two teams that are probably, I suppose, two surprise, not surprise packages, but two teams that are performing really, really well uh, this season. Look, well-oiled machines up at the upper echelons of the uh, of the league. West Ham, obviously, getting um, hitting the ground running after losing Declan Rice. And, and I listened to the 1874 podcast. Dan Bardell and Dave Reed were talking about it, and they made a great point on the podcast about um, you know the difference between us losing Grealish, who was our attacking outlet, and singularly our attacking outlet, as opposed to losing Declan Rice, who, um, being a defensive midfielder, might be easier to to replace via committee. And we went and we tried to replace Jack Grealish by committee, and it didn't really work. Um, but today is an interesting one because the players they, West Ham have brought in are obviously very, very good. They're very high quality. Edson Alvarez, somebody that we had spoken about in transfer on scouting series before without actually doing a scouting series on him, really good defensive midfielder and somebody that is hopefully Aston Villa will be able to bypass today because he can be a thorn in a lot of teams' sides. And then obviously James Ward-Prowse further up the field, somebody that Aston Villa are going to have to keep an eye on, specifically delivery from dead balls, but also his... um, uh, his uh, his ability to play in in open play as well in this new further forward role that he's been given uh, since he's come to West Ham a role I feel he is better at than he was playing more in that traditional eight or even at times a six for Southampton last year. Um, so David Moyes is really getting the best out of this team um, that he that he has, he has assembled. Uh, the back line looks very, very rock solid. Kufal is just... Kufal has been an amazing signing for them considering what he's given them back for the price that he's he was purchased by. And purchased first, should I say. Um, Emerson Palmieri, then the other side with, uh, you know, you pick him in the middle of middle of the fence with Zuma and probably Agard, I think is, I, I can never pronounce his name in there, but they've got like three or four very, very good center halves that they can drop in there um, at, at, at any notice. So, um, yeah, well, a well, um, a well-oiled machine, West Ham. Uh, David Moyes is definitely um, has definitely retooled that team, and 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 I think that uh, obviously yes, as Dave Bond mentions there as well, with like said Jared Bourne up top as well. Aston Villa are going to need to have their uh, going to need to have their big boy pants on today to get something from this game. But get something from this game, I think they will. And uh, you know, Aston Villa at home are a very different beast to Aston Villa away. And um, you know, we're coming into this game. Uh, coming into this game in good form too. Um, and uh, I, I think some of the players that stayed behind and didn't go on international duty today, um, I think some of the some of the players we needed not to go on international duty did stay at home, didn't go on international duty. And that's going to be an interesting one as well. Um, so I am... Apologies there, everybody. I'm just looking for something here because I thought I had loaded up. The screen just getting ready for a team sheet announcement at some stage. Um, perfect. There we go. A um, couple of you guys there talking about... Do, 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 do. Where are we? Yes. So a couple of people there talking about John McGinn. Um, and John McGinn being a catalyst today. Absolutely. You know, John McGinn must be on cloud nine. 
at the moment. He must be really happy with the fact that Scotland have qualified um, and are going to another another major international tournament and fully deserve to be there. Um, their performances against against Spain over the course of the or the performance against Spain, even in a losing effort over the course of the last uh, last few weeks. Was very very good. It was really it was really good performance. And there's a nice team forming there. And John McGinn is the the heartbeat of that team. Um, and he's very, he's our captain as well. And when he plays well, the team plays well here for Aston Villa. So you know, Villa are they're not. It's not that they're reliant on John McGinn, but a good John McGinn elevates Aston Villa and makes them ultimately better. Um. So I, yes, I think today if John McGinn can find those pockets of space, I would prefer to see John McGinn more focused on the right-hand side uh, today, if at all possible. I do think that, that we could see the Matty Cash, Luca Dean, five-man midfield, three-man at the back situation today. Obviously, that's not it's not a massive surprise if that happens anymore, considering we've seen it more and more often. Um, I just feel that with... I just feel that with, with Diego Carlos fit again, um, it's going to be Unai Emery's preferred, preferred formation. Because what it allows us to do is not have to 100% play Diaby up top. And you can give Diaby that free roll up, you know, within moving from a 9 to a 10 or even moving back or even, even moving out wide if Matty Cash goes, goes narrow or something along those lines. So um, I think getting him space, getting Diaby space, getting Diaby comfortable on the ball, getting him touches of the ball is very, very important. There's been one or two games this season when he hasn't been force-fed the ball and when he hasn't gotten the workload that I think a player of his quality needs. Um, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's something that I want to see happen to him. I want to see him force-fed. He is our, 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 our top player, you know, essentially. And, uh, and I want to see him uh, get more and more of the ball because um, – he is a he 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 is a, a massive attacking threat for us, um, and that goes without saying. Um, but, 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 so I'm sorry, there, guys. I'm just there's there's something flashing here on my screen the whole the whole time. It's not the good type of flashing either. Um, but it's uh, it just keeps on flashing up, telling me that I'm no longer streaming. But I can see that I am. So if it's pretty pointless asking you guys if if I if the stream drops, pop it into the chat because I probably won't be able to see it if it drops. But everything looks okay, and I don't seem to be losing anybody at the moment, so that's okay. Um, team sheet looks like it's out, everybody, and we have our team sheet. Um, so our starting eleven is Martinez and goals, Cash, Conza, Pau Torres, and Dina. So my initial thoughts there are: that it's not the three at the back, obviously. Uh, McGinn, Kamara, Douglas, Louise, Zaniolo, Diaby, and Watkins. Very attacking. Trying to pin West Ham back. Make sure their two, their their double pivot of Suchek and and Edson Alvarez are kept. Um, are kept honest, I suppose, really. And yeah, I like to look at that, that uh, lineup and that lineup definitely gets a bit of applause from me, um, for sure. Um, so fair play to, to like, as I say, the, the temptation for me would have been to bring in Diego Carlos, but I can't give out about that, that, that lineup there, uh, for sure. Um, on the bench, we have Robin Olsen, Diego Carlos, Tielemans, uh, Traore, Chambers, Longley, Bailey, then Donker and Omari Kellyman makes the bench as well, which is very, very good to see uh, as well. So it's, um, yeah, look, it's it's wonderful. I, I think I at, at the next EGM between myself and Paddy, I am going to put forward the motion of changing the name of this podcast to, from the Team Sheet Tantrum. 
because we just don't have him anymore. We just don't have him. Like we have good players to come in 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 ninety percent of the positions that we have. And you know when we change formation from a four to a three or a three to a four at the back, it's not really even a tantrum anymore. So you know that's why it's a muted celebration here. Uh, and, uh, and like because this isn't a surprise. Nobody there is a surprise. And uh, as I say, I'm I, I suppose really the, probably the biggest name that will get a lot of the 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 neutrals talking is Zaniolo there. Um, I always expected him to like if they were if we're playing four at the back, he was definitely playing uh, today for us um, ahead of Bailey because uh, I just never felt like like as the as his story went on and as the allegations against him began to become clearer and clearer as to what was being alleged, what had happened, what the investigation was about. It began to get lesser and lesser and lesser and lesser and lesser from the point of view of the illegality from a sporting morality point of view. And as it seems now, his betting was confined to blackjack and things like that at the moment. Obviously, we don't know the full ins and outs, but that's what it looks like. So to have him on the bench, to have him on the field today, I think he's. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what his body language is. It's going to be interesting to see what he what he is a person uh, or as a player uh, from a. I suppose. A, I suppose. Does he have this kind of chip in his shoulder to go out and show the world um, today? Because he has been one of the like like in European continental football, his name has been bandied about an awful lot over the last two weeks um, he obviously has that fight to clear his name off the field and I wonder will he bring that fight to the field today because he, we're all expecting him when is he going to score his first goal and you know no better time than to score it when you've got your back against the wall and a bit of adversity uh, against you um, you know come out score that goal uh, get people talking about you for a different reason and then go on and score another goal against Alkmaar during the middle of the week, you know, and that's the best way to, to to turn the narrative around because regardless of whether he is innocent or not, the amount of mud that's been flung at him in the last two weeks is going to, in the short term, have its backlash, whether it be on social media or whether it be from the away fans today. Um, you know, Zaniolo is going to take some heat on the field. He seems like he's a big boy who can take that. He's obviously, you know, he's he, in his past with Roma fans, um, actually turning up to his house and 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 uh, trying to storm his his house and him having to flee. He's gone through that adversity before, so this is hopefully for him. He will be uh, in a good frame of mind, and I think that he will be in a good frame of mind to to be able to take this on the field. And uh, I'm the more and more I look at his look at this team sheet, the more his name jumps out at me. And I hope today can be the day that he breaks his duck for Aston Villa and gets that goal as well. So. Um, fair play to him. Well, obviously, everything I've said there is with the caveat of we only know what we know at the moment. If he has been found, and I will always say this about anyone, regardless of what player it is, if they have been found to have broken any ethics laws, any rules or anything from sport, uh, any breaches of contract with regards to sporting, uh, to the sporting code of conduct or anything like that, well, then they face the consequences. But as we are at this moment in time, um, it doesn't seem that he has done that. Should anything change, my opinion will change in it as well. And I think that's just the healthiest way to be uh, when we see things like this. But I am very, very firmly in the Zaniolo to score today and break his duck um, um, uh, camp today because he's. We've, had, we've seen some flashes from him. We've seen some times where he's gone missing in games as well. But that's fine. You know, he's only one man and he's getting used to the Premier League. Um, if that bicycle kick attempt that he had got, flies in the top corner or that shot that he had this, um, who saved it? Was it against? I can't remember, but it was an absolute rasper. It was probably, I think it might have been the Wolves game. Had an absolute rasper of a shot, uh, which was saved, um, tipped over the bar. You know, one of those worldies goes in. 
he has a very different complexion, I think, um, in the coming weeks and months. Uh, and it's only a matter of time, I think, before he gets his gets his first goal. And starting him today is a real kind of shot in the arm for him. It's a real pat in the back for him from Unai Emery. And it's a real, uh, it should be a real boost to his confidence as well, because, uh, uh, as I say, he's a player of undoubted talent and he's gotten used to the Premier League. And hopefully the fact that, you know, he came home early from international duty after being left out of the Italy squad uh, because of the allegations, he's had more time to work with the likes of Diaby, with the likes of Douglas Louise, with the likes of, um, you, you, you know, the other players that were there, Kanzap, um, and 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 the likes and Dina that were there, you know, those players that that didn't travel on on um on international duty. Um, I'm going to take some of your comments while I root around here and try and find the West Ham team, which shouldn't be very hard to do. Uh, but firstly, I want to take some of your comments there as well. Um. Mm-mm-mm. So Sebastian Villa says he definitely would have started Carlos to counter the physical threat. Yeah, yeah, I can see certainly if so. The big thing here is, and I can see both sides of the four, the four four two or the four whatever. The, the playing four at the back and playing three at the back. The reason I can see both sides of it is West Ham don't control don't control the ball at all. So if we can absolutely pass them off the field and frustrate them and keep the ball away from them, then do we really need Diego Carlos there? And then the flip side of it is they only need one corner. They only need one free kick from from wide areas. They only need one counter attack, and I know that's that makes that obviously makes sense. But I suppose this just shows that Unai Emery's uh, game plan here is to go out, own the ball as best we can, and we've shown that we can do that in games today, and play our game as opposed to worry about their bully their bullying game. Limit the amount of shots they can have on goal. Limit the amount of opportunities for them to set up set pieces, which is easier said than done. I know. But I can see why Diego Carlos isn't in there, but I can also see why he would be in there. And for me, it's uh, I would have started Carlos. As I said, I would have started Carlos. But then again, I've just spoken for the last four minutes about Zaniolo as well. And I wouldn't have got that four minutes to speak about Zaniolo and his whole his whole situation. So I can see that it's six and one half a dozen in the other for sure. Um, Mark Brannigan says, no Duran in the bench. I didn't cop that. No Duran in the bench. Interesting one. Yeah, interesting one. Specifically, since Kellyman is there, I wonder will someone ask him that uh, pre-match. I presume somebody will ask him that, but let's just see. Um, Justin says Duran should have gone unknown if he's missing out on the bench. Now, did this the first time he's missed out on the bench? We don't know whether he picked up an injury, whether he's a knock or something like that. I can't remember. Was he away on an international duty with Colombia? You. You'd imagine he was. Maybe he just came home later than everybody else with it being South American game. Who knows? I, I don't know. I I have complete... I checked out of football for the last two weeks for various different reasons. Um, uh, so enlighten me in the comments if you guys know was he on international duty. Um, so that is... Uh, yeah, as I say, let's see what the story is there. Um, Danny says, I don't care if we never have a tantrum again, it would be sacrilege to change the name of this segment. I, I kind of feel that way too. I feel that way too. I, I, it would pain me to have to change this, but it's funny. New listeners to the podcast, and I see Team Sheet Tantrum, we regularly get DMs on Twitter saying, I thought the tantrum was going to be like Arsenal fan TV, but it wasn't. It was actually nice and measured and there wasn't actually much that went on there. I think it's, uh, yeah, the, the name goes back to the early days. It was a sarcastic name for it when Dean Smith was over the team and we'd have the same 11 all the time. Um, and there was very rarely a a change in the, in, in the team sheet. And now we're getting back to those days again, I suppose. And the name can be that sarcastic tantrum again. So, yeah, it would... I uh, would pay me to have to change it, and I, I, I probably won't put it that way. I probably won't change it. Um, 
people are calling the team sheet ramble. Yeah, yeah, we we might go we might go like that as well in the future. And um, where else are we here? Um, so a couple of scores are coming in there. But before we start looking at any scores, let's look at the at the West Ham eleven. We have Ariola. See, look, a well-run club, beautiful. No, none of the numerical order crap that we see other teams have. None of the other ones whereby it's a link where you have to click into it and you get this big, massive, long article about the team. Just a God's honest image with the with the players and the positions they're going to play and a nice, beautiful man standing there. That's all you need. Don't overcomplicate it, Premier League teams. Don't overcomplicate it. Just put it the way every fan wants to read it instead of hiding it behind an article or whatever else. Anyway, that's my rant out of the way. That can be my tantrum. Um, Ariola and goals, Kufal, Zuma, Agard uh, and Emerson, Alvarez and Suchek, Ward Prowse, Paqueta, Bone and Antonio. Absolutely no surprises there. That is their strongest 11. Um, and uh, that is the team I expected to see uh, on paper for uh, West Ham today. Their substitutes are Fabianski, uh, Fornals, Mohamed Kudos, who we know that we were tentatively linked to. I did a podcast, I did a scouting series on him. Um, really good player. Um, I hope he doesn't come back to bite us today or bite me today based on the fact that I did I was raved about him during the summer. Ma- Mavropanos as well, very, very good signing for them. Got him for half nothing, very good center half there as well. Danny Ings, our former friend, turned four. Ogbana, Ben Rama, Kerr, and Mubama as well there. Uh, um, uh, just the last person there to to round out the the substitutes bench. Lots of lots and lots of options for them on the bench. Just like us, we have lots and lots and lots of options on our bench too. And it's uh, two 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 nicely poised teams. I think two nicely poised teams. I think I think it's going to be a case of um, the better prepared team today I think is the team the better prepared team who makes the least amount of mistakes will win today and that isn't always the case and I know that seems like but sure that's going to be the team that's going to win every week um I don't think it is because you know you could be very well like there there have been games that have I've slipped away from teams before even though they've been well prepared for them and, and another team changes their chat their tactics midstream um I think both of these teams will go out and for the 90 minutes um, will go hammer and tongs at each other and I'm expecting a really good game. It's As I say, it's the only game in the Premier League today. It's the only game on TV today. So it's uh, it, hopefully it's going to be a humdinger and Aston Villa come out the right side of this. I don't think Patrick is going to be joining us today. As I said, he was in meetings. He didn't know how long they were going to run on for. Hasn't even seen my message yet where I sent him the link for this. So if you tuned in for Paddy, you're just going to have to tune into the post-match podcast, which will be on directly after this, uh, after the match, should I say, as as we hit the final whistle. And uh, you'll see Paddy on that one because he's going to be... Oh, he's calling me via WhatsApp here. I, I can't answer. Um, I can't answer it. So I'm just going to message him back and tell him, yeah. Um, okay, so do, 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 do. let's see what are, where's everybody else's comments. Let me get rid of this and we'll start sharing. Um, with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, if ever, if guys, if you want to start popping in your, um, your scores, your predicted scores, we might run through those now. And uh, we might get you finished up for this podcast to so get you in front of your TV or wherever you are, small, a bit quicker. After this podcast, you will route directly into AVFC status, uh, live watch along for the game as well. Don't forget that's going to be happening after nearly every team sheet tantrum. Put it this way, if Dale is doing a watch along after and we're doing a team sheet tantrum beforehand, we will page you directly into Dale uh, afterwards. So if you are a fan of AVFC status and I can't understand why you wouldn't be, um, never fear. We we got your back here. We'll put we'll we'll direct you straight to to his his stream, and likewise, after his stream is finished, you'll be directed straight back into us again for the post match. So, uh, so the villa villa content stay uh, keeps coming, and um, you know, as I say, the wonderful thing about Aston Villa content creators is they're all bloody sound, and uh, we all help each other out. It's always great to to um to be able to help people specifically uh to, to stay in contact with Villa and to you know get as many as much Villa content as they possibly can. Specifically, those people who are overseas or maybe can't get the games or, um, you know, maybe sick at home, you know. Uh, so um, Dale is obviously going to do a brilliant, brilliant watch along as well. So stick around directly after this podcast and you'll be rooted straight to Dale um, uh, once we finish up here. So do, 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 where are we? I'm going to get to some comments as well here first, just before we get to um, before we get to the to the scores. Um, Adam Townsend is looking for a Zaniola hat-trick today. I'll take one goal from Zaniola today, but if he happens to score a hat-trick, I won't say no to it. Zenny is asking about Bailey. Bailey's on the bench uh, for us today. Yeah, Bailey is on the bench. Um, uh, did you say, did I say Duran has a knock? I didn't. I don't know. I, I'm presuming that, it, that he was on international duty. I've, I don't know whether he was or whether he wasn't. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm sure it will be um, oh, there it is. Robert Riley said plays 15 minutes in the second game for Colombia, and he's from the same city as your wife, Robert. Excellent. We got to, <laughs> we might have to get, get if we know of anybody in the same city games, do a roving report, see if they can find his old school teacher or something like that, and we can interview him and uh, ask him what John Heder was like and uh, and see if the man that we see on the field, the caring, brutus of a man that goes out and and uh, the man who before the game plays keep you uppies with the mascots but then goes out in the field and barrels through center house for fun we see what that man is actually really like or what he was like uh, at his studies in school uh, if you have that as well um so we're going to start off with some of the scores that you guys have Sucheep says 2-0 to the villa 
Um, where else are we? Oh, the scores coming in left, right, and center here. Um, Shane Mead says 2-1 to the Villa need to dominate midfield battle absolutely Tom says 5-0 Villa if Villa win 5-0 today I will do something or donate something to the Villa Foundation how's about that not saying that it isn't possible but if they do I would be so delighted that I would like to maybe do something for as a fundraiser or just make a decent donation to the Villa Foundation because that would make my week weekend had a pretty crappy last week two weeks 5 0 Villa would make it would make my absolutely turn my phone upside down, put it that way. Um Sai AVFC Sai says uh 4 1. Um we owe these ones can't lose this being an East Ender. Uh Rich Max says 3 0. Dave Bond says 3 1 Villa. Hab says 3 1 Villa. Oscar says 3 2. I think there's goals in this too. Oscar, I definitely do. Daniel says 2-0 Villa. Brown Rob says 2-1 Villa. Audrey says sneaky 1-0 win to Villa to Villa with the Abbey to score. I, I'll, I'll absolutely take it. I think there's going to be more than one goal in it, but uh, I'll take a 1-0 all day long. Uh, Tom Ryan says 2-1 Villa. Dave Dwyer says 3-1 uh, to Villa. 11 wins in a row. I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah, 11 wins at home. Uh, league wins at home. That's a fact. That would be a super record and long may it continue. Um, and even if we don't lose today, you know, making the Fortress Villa Park would be absolutely fantastic as well to see. Jake, Jake Aston Villa says 3 0. Um, Paul Miller says 2 1. Bertie says 4 0. Uh, Paper Wings, the Game Cat says 2 1 to Villa. Uh, Stephen Brown says 2 1 to Villa. Standing on the Word says 3 1 to Villa. YouTube user says 1 0, undecided as to who. Um, Habs says my camera is looking well. Thank you, Habs. I'm. Uh, I can see more furrows on my brow anyway. That's one thing for sure, which uh, makes me want to change back to the old webcam I had. Um, uh, C. Sully 5 says 3-1 to the Villa. John Banbury says 2-0. Jerk Corwin says 2-1 Villa. Uh, Lloyd 11 says 2-1 uh, to, to West Ham. He has a bad feeling about this one. Garrett McDonough says 2-1 to Villa. Um, Damien says Zaniolo is going to score in the 21st minute. Um, Dan Ferry says 2-1 Villa. It's any old score. Anne O'Grady says 2-0. Um, Bailey is on the bench. Did I not call out Bailey? Did, did people tell me Bailey isn't on the bench? Wait a minute. I'm nearly certain I called out Bailey uh, on the bench. Um, did I not? Because I think I went back and I checked him as well to see if he was even there. Could be the old age catching up with me. Father Time is undefeated. Father Time is undefeated. And Bailey is on the bench. Bailey is on the bench. There you go. Making me think I was losing my marbles. Long lay Bailey, then Donker and Kelly Man. He is on the bench. Um, 3 2 says Oscar. 1 0 says Spencer Walter. Hey, who uh mayor is uh, um, this person says 2 1 to Villa. Dicko says 3 1 to Villa. Um and standing on the world is asking me to do a Mooney online. I, I don't know about that one. I certainly don't know about that one, but uh, we'll see. We'll see why that's not up for discussion, actually. But, but if they win 5 0, I'll, I'll do something for the foundation or I'll just give a donation, depending on what it is. Emma Wood three, says 3 1 to Villa. Justin says, so hoping for 2 1. Um, Tyra is. Uh, would gladly take a 3 0 Villa victory um, with Watkins the Abbey and Nico to score. Danny H has 3 1 with Ollie first goal scorer. Um, Emma Wood is saying 9 0 Paddy versus Carling. 
<laughs> well, um, I've seen a few photographs today. I think it's Paddy versus Bira Moretti, I think is what it is today. That's, uh, that's, that, that's the way that one is going on. And it's a shame because he was trying to call in here so that I could put him through my new system where I can take phone calls. I just haven't mastered it yet, and I don't want him to come on and for there to be technical issues yet. I, I was messing around with it today, and I just haven't got the grips with it. But uh, maybe you might have it for the post-match podcast so that he can just call in as opposed to have to pop on in a dodgy Wi-Fi stream. Sargentus says 2-1 to Villa. Dean Blackwood says um, 3-0 Villa. Uh, Mia Foley says 2-0 uh, to the Villa Junior Bennett says 1-0 will do me. James Rutherford says 2-0. Michael Reaven says 6-2 to Aston Villa. Wowie. Um, 5-2 says Ty Doyle. Uh, Anthony says 4-1 Villa. Craig Charner says 2-0 Villa. It's Daniola to rip it up today. Juan Ed says uh, 3-0 to Villa or 2-1. Shootings Tweet says 3-1 to Villa. Uh, CC says, do Neil and Paddy a favor and hit the like. Yeah, I'd love if you could hit the like button. That would be nice. And he also says it's going to be 2-1 as well. And last one is Pedro's mashup says 2-2 in this one today. And you know what? This is going to be a cagey enough. Uh, uh, it's going to be a cagey enough affair. So, um, sorry, not a cagey enough affair, but this is one whereby the teams will be evenly matched. I think there'll be goals in it. It could very easily be a draw. I, I Look, I think... I will be on the post-match podcast, providing that we don't draw in absolutely spectacularly bundling fashion. But if it was a 2-2 draw and both teams were evenly matched, I would be smiling ear to ear with this one because we have a decent run of fixtures. And I know it's low to say that uh, when you're an Aston Villa fan. But, you know, not like like taking points off the teams around us is our MO at the moment. We're ahead of West Ham in the league table. Drawing with West Ham today ain't the end of the world. It means that we still keep ahead of them. Yes, we might lose ground on teams ahead of us. Beating West Ham today is massive for Aston Villa. Huge. Um, But not losing today, I suppose, really, is just as big. Uh, With the run of games that we have coming up, obviously we've got um, some must-win European games as well. Having the three points today would really be a um, nice peace of mind for Aston Villa with their fixture list over the next few weeks. So uh, I fully expect Aston Villa to go out here and get a win today. I fully expect to see a vibrant Aston Villa. I expect to see an Aston Villa that should be full on confidence. I expect to see a fully fit Diaby after, I think, maybe the last game we saw him against Wolves. He was rushed back. I don't think his injury was fully there yet. Uh, he's had two weeks to get over that. I expect to see Zanio with his pants on fire trying to get around the field to change as I say I hope to see him like that try and change the narrative around his name over the last few weeks I expect to see Douglas Louise trying to control the game Kamara dropping back in between the two centre halves because we're in a four I expect to see once again going back to my mantra is the defined position for a number six has to be Kamara it just has to be Kamara and he has to drop back at times in between that back that the, the back two and he can't be caught on their toes just in front of them. He either drops back in or he gives them space. The spacing there is so pivotal. I'm blue in the face from saying that with this team. And I expect Matty Cash and Luca Dean to, to overlap on those sides as well with Kamara dropping in to be that third center half. So all in all, really interesting game against a really strong West Ham team that have really come out of the blocks like ourselves this season. And to be honest with you, it's fitting that a game like this where... You've got two teams like ourselves, like like when we played Brighton, it was two teams that were considered kind of two of the best of the rest that are out there after the top four, the top six. Let's go out there and show that we're better than the best of the rest uh, for Aston Villa today and get that result that um, 
they could propel us and put a real uh, bit of respect on our name, I suppose, as we go into um, a run of fixtures whereby we're, they're going to be rat-a-tat-tat, week day, week, uh, midweek games, weekend games, uh, pretty much here all the way up to the next international break. Uh, so it's it's going to be a, a period whereby we'll either strike gold and get lots of points um, or we will falter, and I hope we don't falter. But starting off well today is, I suppose, the first piece of the puzzle for Aston Villa over the coming weeks so i am going to leave it at that everybody um it's seven minutes to four kickoff six minutes to four it's just ticked over kickoff is at half past four as i mentioned dale avfc stato is going to be starting his live stream as soon as we're finished we're going to throw you over to that directly so you don't got to do anything just got to stay here and you'll be automatically redirected there if that is your fancy uh to 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 follow the the watch along that dale is doing Dale's going to hit you up with all the statistics here. He's going to tell you what minute and how high the, the blades of grass were when Tom Cleverly last scored scored the goal 10 years ago. Was it 10 years ago or whatever? Eight years ago for Aston Villa um, against West Ham in the last time that we won. So get over there to AVFC Stato or stay here, should I say, and you'll be redirected over to AVFC Stato. We will be back with a post-match podcast right on the final whistle. Um, so... Stay with us for that. Come join us. Hopefully we'll be talking about an Aston Villa win. And I feel, I've got a good feeling about this one. I think we will be talking about an Aston Villa win. And we'll have Master Patrick live from Villa Park, full to the brim of Bira Moretti as well. So uh, that might be something to join in for on its own. Uh, so I'm going to leave everybody on that. Thank you so much as well, everybody, for watching and for listening. Um, if you don't already, if you aren't already subscribed to our audio podcast, costs you nothing to do it. Helps us with the algorithms there and that side of the side as well. Don't even have to listen to the podcast. Just subscribe it. It gives us a bit of a kick there. A lot of people don't do YouTube. They just do audio, but they don't even know that we're out there to listen to us. And hey, they might like us if they get to hear us. But the only way they'll get to hear us is if the algorithm starts to push us. And the best way to support the podcast is just to subscribe on the audio podcast side of things as well as YouTube. So don't don't leave here without giving a thumbs up and subscribing to the podcast as well. But thanks so much, everybody. Going to leave it at that. Aston Villa versus West Ham. Here's hoping to an Aston Villa win. I never gave my prediction. I'm going to go with a 2-1 win for Aston Villa. And hopefully we're going to be cheering that uh, come uh, the final whistle today. So until we see you later, uh, all that's left to say is up the Villa. And you're going straight over to Dale's podcast, Dale's stream now. No, not now, because I forgot to hit my outro. <laughs>